This is Tim Nance. This is not my podcast, but this is the Wrestling Cheers podcast. Catchphrase. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you're in my hometown. And this is Wrestling Cheers, where we like to talk about things going on in Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview episode for AIW's Rubber City Con. Uh, we'll get to that more in just a second, but let's get into a little bit of housekeeping. We are brought to you by the Trending Topics Network, NEO Sports Insiders, and Iron Tiger MMA. I am your host. I am Heavy Set. If you want to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast, please do so. We strongly encourage it. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. You can like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose a desire, Wrestling cheers at gmail.com and we have a merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. And before we get into this particular show, there's something that I want to mention. Normally I don't mix a lot of the promotions when I'm when I'm doing a preview or review. Mainly it's only two. But I I, I want to take a, a brief moment and remember what your no matter what your ideology is or whatever, thoughts and prayers go out to the Cardell family of OCW, the, the owners, uh, the wife, uh, passed away just, uh, yesterday at this recording, but this past weekend on Sunday and, um, it was cancer and she will be greatly missed by, I know me and a lot of other people within the company. And I just want to take a brief moment to express uh, our condolences here at wrestling cheers. So kind of going from a sad note, let's, let's move on. Let's talk about this coming Saturday. November 3rd, 2018, it's the Rubber City Con at the Tadmore Shrine in Akron, Ohio. Well, there's tickets available, but we're not going to get into all that right now. Um, this is going to be a fucking crazy-ass show, because we got the con beforehand. Doors open at 3.30. Uh, convention is officially at 4, and the wrestling up for the night will be at 7.30. So, let's uh, go into the show, and let's... Bring on who's going to be on this show. Well, first off, we have returning to the show, uh, a big favorite of mine, especially because we get together. We just talk too much. Like That's true. That's true. <laughs> we, we have Stacy. Hey, how's it going, man? Yeah, we, we, we even talked a lot tonight. <laughs> we did. We did. A lot of off topic for this show stuff. But that's fine. I, I, I enjoy those conversations. Me too. We'll eventually get to have those conversations on my podcast. Eventually. that's We've even talked about a, a date where we'll do the basically a crossover episode. Because I don't, I don't think I've mentioned it on air. Is the fact of I actually want to do 
like highlighting people who are on the show. We've already done Thrift Store Jobber before he was on, and we did Caden. So I'm figuring like we'll from time to time have nice sit downs between with myself and someone else from the show, and we've already tackled like okay, we'll do like special crossover right around this time. I think we're talking December, January ish. That yeah. That that would work for my show. I know that. Yeah. Work, so, and I already know what's going on with AIW early in the year, or at least partially. And it sounds like there might not be a January show, so that's kind of where we're going to fit in. So, I kind of like when we don't have shows to cover because those are like like cemented. But I can take time and like kind of give myself a break, like do a bunch of episodes at once, and then. I don't have to worry about them week by week. Just a little behind the scenes thing for me where I'm just like, uh, it's a way where I don't get burnout because people are like, oh, I hate doing a podcast every week. And I'm like, I make sure I can do like two or three at a time at certain points. So I'm like, yeah, give myself a little break, but you're, everybody's still getting a podcast. Yeah. If, if I could record like weeks of mine or months in my case <laughs> at a time, I would love it. It'd be great. Well, two episodes already get you two months in advance. It, well, it's going to be a little more frequently. <laughs> it's... The once a month thing is I'm trying to ease back in, man. We yeah. only I, I look back, we only really missed a month technically. technically. It was like two months worth of days, but August was really the only month where there wasn't an episode. Well the thing is too, you do put out like two hour episodes. Yeah. I mean they don't have to be. I, it kinda depends on, you know, the time that we and things like that. But yeah, I mean it's a it's a conversation. So sometimes they're a little long, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's uh, bring on the second person for this show, making her official debut. <laughs> we have the first female to be on the podcast. We have Pam. Hi. I didn't realize I was the first girl. Yeah. Um, it's kind of been a boys club at AW for quite some time. <laughs> Sorry, I got to come and ruin all the fun, guys. Well, it's, it's the the evolution of wrestling cheers. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck that. I'm one of the dudes. Don't even. <laughs> That's the funny thing. Like we we plan this literally like a month or two in advance because I was figuring out who's going to be on what show. And I'm like, all right, let's do it before the Akron show. Like that. I, for some reason, I'm like that'll be a fun one to have you both on and like for Pam for you to have your debut. And I yeah. I don't even think I was thinking evolution. I don't even know if evolution was even announced yet. So Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I hadn't put it together until like yesterday. I was like, oh, that's funny. Pam's going to be on Wrestling Cheers right after this. Well, I I didn't catch it, so. I wasn't paying attention either. <laughs> so, I mean, do we want to announce the, I don't know, I don't say announce, but you want to talk about the elephant in the room that you're, you're, you're no longer part of another podcast officially? Yeah, um, this is, I guess, would be my official resignation slash leaving. Um, I wish those guys the best. Um, kind of sucks that this may or may not be how they find out about it. <laughs> um, but we'll find out. Yeah, creative differences aside, um, thanks for welcoming me to the podcast. Even if this might be my only episode, who knows? <laughs> so, Blaze, you're putting the title in the trash. That's what you're telling me. Title in the trash. See huh. tweet from about an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, they won't know that because they an hour ago for them. Oh yeah, that'd be days from now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, see, tweet from Monday at eight thirty-ish. Ish. I don't know, <laughs> but I mean, obviously, um, that's what I used. Uh, it was kind of an Easter egg until Thursday, <laughs> whatever day. Um, but yeah, I um, I'm definitely chucking the deuces and I'm out of there. So I am here to talk about my love for AIW and all things wrestling. <laughs> so their loss is definitely our gain. You'll be on more than just this episode. You're... Oh, thanks, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> it's I've, I've wanted to always have a female voice on here, but I mean, there's not many women <laughs> that are around that would probably want to come on the show at one point. I mean, now we've I feel like we've got more female fans. But also, too, like, ones that interact within the podcast, like, it's it hasn't spiked up, I think, within the, tell the probably the past year, at least in my own opinion. So. Right. It's also, I've always, because I've, I've also, too, until this was wrestling cheers, back, going back to the history of the Ohio Indy Report, we didn't even cover GNO shows. And it wasn't a slight against them, because I always went, it was just trying to find someone to talk about these female wrestlers that I didn't know who the fuck were all the time. <laughs> What about Caden? Caden, oh, that's right. that's Wrestling Cheers. He he became a part of the show when we switched uh, over to Wrestling Cheers. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha. And that was and there's only been one GNO since we've been Wrestling Cheers. So, and that was the GNO we were at. <laughs> yeah, that was our one and only GNO. I would say that's uh, a lot of people's one and only GNO. I I, I won another one, especially after Evolution. I was Christ like, alive, yeah. I was like, man, yeah. kind of like it to me. It kind of felt like a GNO because it was WWE handled a little bit differently. To put it well, there were way. there were a lot of people who've been on a GNO on that show. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, well, the current last we technically know of the AIW Women's Champion was on the show. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that I I love that she's still technically our champion. <laughs> well, she's I mean, nobody beat her for the title. She's technically the champion, but she's also been stripped of the title. So it's this mm-hmm. weird like middle ground because it's never been addressed on a DVD or a, or a show. It's been talked about on the podcast, but the record books I think still state that she is the champion. Right. So it's a weird middle ground. It's definitely something that <laughs> needs to come back. There was a whole lot of tweeting of that Ronda Rousey picture from AIW yesterday. Oh, yeah. I saw that thing got retweeted a ton yesterday. It was a great moment. I I thoroughly enjoyed it because that was the night that I got to be cool to a lot of friends and meet Ronda Rousey. So I was like, oh, my God, yeah. you met her. And then Tyson Kidd was there that night, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I knew Noel Foley was there with the uh, clown guy. Don't make fun of Frank. Frank's a friend. <clears throat> I love Frank. <laughs> I, I, I inadvertently met them at All In or Starcast. <laughs> I gave her directions to like their panel. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I just happened to be outside vaping. Make fun of me for doing it, but <laughs> I was outside chilling and she looked lost as fuck and like, do you guys need help? <laughs> but the the night that Shayna won was was fucking nuts because like there i had heard through the grapevine that ronda was probably coming 
they weren't going to they weren't going to announce it because of her own thing and Rhonda on social media didn't do anything with Shayna or Jessamine. So they tr- they made it seem like they weren't around each other, but they were doing this like cross country trip from California. And Right. I remember when she showed up that day, fucking AIW fan Justin Doan actually tried to open her car door, which pissed her off. So I think this What? Yeah, there's a there's a ah. big pick yeah, fucking story with that. Oh one. my god, Doan. <laughs> fuck was he thinking? Yeah. Um but like that's when they dropped uh Shayna off. Then they end up yeah. coming back later because I I hooked John Thorne up with Ecto Cooler that night. I got the green light to go downstairs and meet Rhonda after the show, which was really fucking cool. Like, I'm not a big MMA fan, but I'm like, if I'm going to get a chance to meet Ronda Rousey, I'm going to do it. I've mentioned many times on this podcast before, I went to school with a female UFC fighter by the name of Jessica I, and she was fighting the next day. And we had a, I had a conversation with her and Duke and Shayna about her. And then a little bit later, like, like us three were like, we got into a conversation about Natalia, who's my favorite female wrestler of all time and how like they're friends and how she's really nice. Literally about five to 10 minutes later, a friend of mine comes down and he's like, Tyson kids upstairs. I went, what? We were just talking about his wife. You're telling me he's fucking here. Yeah. Go upstairs. <laughs> There's fucking Tyson kid. I'm like, God damn it. What a great night. That's, That's awesome. Cool. That's real cool. But we're not here to talk about that night. We're not here to talk about that <laughs> year, even. Well, uh, we got the Rubber City WrestleCon. And Fuck yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the Tadmore Shrine. I'm not even going to say the address. But uh, are there any guests that you guys are, are wanting to meet? We have Booker T, uh, Joel Gertner, Gilberg, Hornswoggle, Bob Orton. Uh, Sienna, I'm looking at her face and I keep wanting to say the wrong name. Kelly Kelly <laughs> and Tugboat slash the Shockmaster slash Typhoon. And I was informed that they will have Typhoon 8 by 10 So I'm excited about that. So of all those, which ones are you guys looking forward to meeting? Um, I actually... I forgot that Gertner was on the show uh, on the last show that we did. Yeah, um, yeah, Gertner for sure for me. Um, I'm a silly ECW mark, so you could pretty much put anybody that was in ECW on a on a show on a convention or or on a wrestling card, and I'm, I'm gonna fucking mark out for him. So that, and then Bob Orton, because like favorite memories as a little kid include him. So how about you, Pam? Um- I actually would love to meet Sienna if my anxiety will let it um, happen because I, I've i always liked her and I wanted to meet her at StarCast and I was too, like, I, I just couldn't do it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to grow some balls and I'm going to fucking do it in Akron and maybe I'll do it in Akron, but I'd, I'd just love to meet her. I don't know, like, I wouldn't have that with her, but then again, I've been watching her since, like, beginning of 2012 when I first seen her. Like, literally the first match I seen her in was when Mia Yim broke her fucking nose. Oh, oh. shit. Yeah. So, 
I've you know, seen her through all that shit, and you know she was once part of the the Midwest Militia, which was a cool stable. They didn't really do AIW, but you know you had uh, Allison K, you know Sienna, Sassy mm-hmm. Steffi, who I think no longer wrestles, and Jessica Havoc. Like they were all from like this area. Well, Sienna's more I think more Detroit, but still like they were right. they were cool as fuck for a while and. I don't know what happened, and they just haven't. They stopped. Well, they stopped teaming a long time ago, and Sassy Steffi doesn't even wrestle anymore. But yeah, watching all that time, she's. I'm not gonna say nice because she can be a bitch, but I think it's 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 that that character side of her. But she's easily approachable, and we're gonna make sure that you talk to her. You get a picture. You get something. Well, that's why I didn't meet Puff and Erie because I was too nervous to do that too. And you know, I'm just I'm just a nervous person. But um, Puff was so I, nice. Puff was super I know. nice. I love Puff now. <laughs> I loved him before, but now I love him even more. But I had recently, in the last um, what like four years or so, Stace, I just got back into wrestling. Um, so like I was pretty much new to all the females up and through so like i had just not long ago like within the last two years had just gotten into like all the females on the indies and stuff so like that's when i noticed sienna yeah. allison k whatever name you want to call her and like everybody else that has just been fucking killing it lately so like the moment that i heard that she was going to be there i'm like i that's what i want to do yeah she's- fingers crossed she makes it yeah, <laughs> fingers crossed she fucking makes it. I forgot about that whole thing with her where she's popular. <laughs> uh, for me, I've already mentioned it, and I keep kind of forgetting about them. It's going to be Typhoon, Tugboat, Shockmaster. I want to get a Natural Disasters 2.0 picture with them. Kind of like <laughs> like me and him, like with our arms crossed and all that. Like, I don't know. Like I've, That's what I knew him more as. Like, I... Re- I vaguely remember Tugboat. The Shockmaster thing is just so infamous now, but I had SummerSlam 92, I think we mentioned on the you know the last review show. And yeah. like I watched that that show a lot. It was them versus Money Inc. So I don't know, like they're always they were always fun to me. So that's at the top of my list. I mean, like I, I did state that I you know I was really upset that you know, Nash isn't going to be here. We did find out, too, like there was going to be a possible Outsiders thing. And I did remember hearing about that prior, but it sucks. That, that would have been a really big deal. Oh, yeah. I, I've already met Scott Hall, but I do the Outsiders pick hands down. And then yeah. I think now it's like Booker T. I want to just get a sound clip for the show. And then after that, it's I seen because they did announce the, the prices today. And yeah, I, I saw seen, that. I They've got it. that special package, too, for if you want to get everybody. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, I don't know if I want to spend that much money. I could spend less and get who I want. Right. I think for some people, it's a cool deal, though. Like, if you had planned on getting everybody anyway, or if you uh, plan- get if you break on the cost, is pretty rad. Or if you were going to spend that much money. It's like, well, if I'm going to spend that much money anyway, let's give me the, the, the deal. Right. The the one that caught my eye because I was like I wasn't gonna meet him but I'm like you know what if if it's that uh, cheap is fucking I know what you're gonna say Gilbert yeah for ten dollars yeah well like yeah, autograph I'm and picture pitch- with Gilbert for ten dollars the the much 
the same price that it costs like an autograph and a or a picture from Booker T or Kelly Kelly, you can get both of them from Gilbert. Actually, Joel Gertner's that cheap too. Yeah, I know. So I'm gonna lean more towards Gilbert because just getting a picture with Gilbert. I, I mean, I think a picture of me and Gilbert would be funny as fuck because he's <laughs> tiny and I'm not. Well, that's like I got a I got a picture with Hornswoggle doing like a fat bastard thing, like getting my belly. Just because <laughs> I was like, dude, I have to. And he's like, all right, cool. I don't care. That's amazing. Yes. I love it. Dude, your natural disasters picture would have been better with a beard. Ted always had a beard. <sighs> yeah, but okay, for those who don't know, who haven't seen me on social media, I shaved my beard off over the past weekend because I decided right. to be <laughs> I decided to be Gene Belcher from Bob's Burgers for Halloween, which I think is pretty good <laughs> with how baby face I look now. my haircut and the the burger suit and everything. Oh, I thought it looked awesome. And I borrowed a min- and I borrowed a minion fart gun. <laughs> oh, that's what that was. I was trying to figure out what the hell you had in your hand. I'm like, where did he get that freaking Gene Belcher toy at? Like, what the hell? That's the thing, and I've I've looked for this for over a year. They don't make a megaphone like that. Because his does a robot voice. It does lasers mm-hmm. and it does fart noises. As much as you think that that would be a real thing, it's not. <laughs> and it was twenty eighteen. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> so that Let, let's Kickstarter that shit. <laughs> so instead, the only, the only thing that I'd always seen that came close is the Minions fart gun, and I wasn't gonna pay full price, even though I asked on Facebook, "Hey, does anybody have one?" People go check eBay. Uh, here's one on Amazon, and I'm like, I'm not paying forty bucks for something that's just going to be used right. as, a, as for a costume once. Luckily, I had a friend who had one, and she uh, like, <laughs> funny side story about that. She had one, or her kids had one. They, she said, they hadn't played with it for months. She pulls it out to put aside for me for me to come pick it up. I guess the rest of the day, uh, one of her sons just kept playing with it, <laughs> like of all luck. And when she gave it to me, like the batteries in it were dead. I found two that happened to work, and I gave it back to her with those in, and I was like, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, if they were one of my rechargeables, I would have took it out, but they weren't, so fuck it. She's like, I hate you. So, so now your kids have a working noise machine again. Congratulations. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's great. All right, let's 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 uh, get into this card that we have, and... Um, the matches we have Sienna versus Faye Jackson. The cursed match of Eddie Kingston versus Dominic Garini. Z and E versus No Consequences. Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham versus Gilberg. Barn burner. <laughs> Bring the toilet paper. Bring the toilet paper. <laughs> there is a family dollar or something. Not a family dollar. Dollar Tree, I think it is. At the plaza right outside of the Tadmore Shrine. The Target Plaza. It's, yeah, it's two or three stores down from Target. Oh, nice. Hashtag. Yeah. Also, also too, speaking of this, also by there is a Burger King, so you can get your one, <laughs> ten nuggets for a dollar to throw at the Duke. And we have Duke Money, uh, Jock Samson and Mance Warner versus PB Smooth and Hornswoggle. The AIW Intense title match, Tim Dons versus Matthew Justice. The AAW Absolute Title Match, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams versus Joshua Bishop. And the Fatal, not Fatal 4-Way, the 8-Man Tag Match, 
We have Worldwide Experience versus The Production. Weird World Experience, man. Weird World Experience. <laughs> what, what did I say? Worldwide? Worldwide Experience. I love it. Half of, I mean... half of uh, the Weird World will approve of that name. But the other half won't. <laughs> the oh, Weird shit. World Experience, yes. WWE. Well, at Burger King, man, don't eat those 10 nuggets for a dollar. But I, that's not okay, but that's here's, not good. But here's what I'm saying. Twenty dollars can get us two hundred nuggets. Can you picture two hundred nuggets being thrown at the Duke? So so look, I I'm mean, gonna I'm gonna need you to stop talking about the Duke like that because <laughs> I'm like his only fan and this hurts. Uh. You can't so throw nuggets at the Duke. <laughs> here's the thing. No, you could totally throw nuggets at the Duke. He wants nuggets. I um I just man, like nuggets, like okay, so you throw toilet paper or cat toys or bananas, whatever you throw in the ring, that doesn't really do anything to the canvas. Those greasy ten for a dollar fucking nuggets? <laughs> Come on now. Don't fuck people's stuff up just because you want to clown the Duke. Like, I guess maybe if you, like, pout him with him outside the ring and not inside the ring. But, yeah. Oh, man, people eat those. Like, I'm a fat dude, and I will not eat that. That's gross. Here's a, here's awful. A, here's a funny peel, peel behind the curtain for everybody. When I brought up this idea in our chat, this literally <laughs> led into a chicken nugget conversation for about a half hour. <laughs> And about how I still wanted wings from the Winchester. <laughs> God, yes. But, I mean, 10 nuggets for a dollar, like, come on, like, I mean, if every, if so many people brought, like, bought, like, five, five dollars worth, <laughs> 50 nuggets, I don't know, it'd be fun. We'd have to get, we'd have to get them at, like, 3.30 so they were nice and cold. Listen to me condoning this. God damn it, Justin, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I... Here's the thing that I keep thinking of. I can't imagine being that person that goes through the drive or even goes inside and goes, 200 nuggets, please. $20. I'll be waiting. Okay. How long? I, I feel like we would have to like call ahead for something like that. <laughs> I think before like, man, if they're selling 10 nuggets for a dollar, they got to be prepared for a run on their nuggets. Yeah. That's like a dinner rush, I guess. Yeah. It's like, can I just get your like your dinner rush stock of nuggets <laughs> and then I'll be good to go? Two hundred uh, Like I'm I don't know how much they put down. I think when I was at McDonald's, I think we put down I think a bag might have had thirty? Thirty or fifty. I can't remember. No, it wasn't even that much. It couldn't have been. Maybe thirty. Because I knew it, it at least did a twenty piece. Right. Right. And that's when it it, it wasn't as cheap as fucking two hundred for 20 bucks it shouldn't be as cheap as 200 for 20 bucks no edible, like look a burrito like if you get like a dollar burrito that's one burrito from taco bell for a dollar and that's still really fucking questionable food but 10 nuggets for a dollar is the fucking grossest thing i've ever heard of there can't be actual meat it's like that's, there not, that's not real chicken there no i think if you rate the Burger chains and their their nuggets. So McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King. Burger Wendy's. King is Burger King is going to be the worst, no matter what. Oh, for sure. Wendy's is the best though. McD I, I'm more McDonald's. I grew up on that shit. 
Nice I see, and that's my problem. I grew up on McDonald's too, and I I will puke everywhere. I always uh, I always use the Wendy's, not the Wendy's, the McDonald's nugget as my defense when people say when you work at a food joint, no matter whether it be fast food or pizza or whatever, you can never eat that food ever again. I'm like, I worked at McDonald's, I ate the nuggets before, during, and after. I love their nuggets. <laughs> when I say during, literally, I remember. Like when our main manager wasn't there, it's like, oh, you kind of want a snack? You just pull the tray, grab a nugget, eat it. I remember cause some of us just like <laughs> sitting over the bin, like like bullshitting because we were slow. Like we had no business. Like, all right, eh, nuggets, cool. Dude, why, why do you think I love working at Chipotle? You, <laughs> I get a portion cup and I put some rice, some chicken, some salsa, a little cheese, maybe a little guac, <laughs> a little snack cup. You're good to go. <laughs> Everybody hates Chipotle, though. I love Chipotle. <laughs> I, I like them. I love it. I've been a fan for so long. And like, I literally like what you just said before, during and after, like I eat there five days a week. I, we would eat there like what, twice a week. Cause it's not shitty. Like calorie wise, if you do it right. Yeah. And like, I, I love, I love Chipotle. I will still eat there even after like, if something would happen and I don't work there anymore, I would still eat Chipotle probably three days a week. Love it. Man, Wendy's sells you four nuggets for a dollar. That's four nuggets. That seems reasonable. That seems like there might be meat in that nugget. Ten nuggets for a dollar is not. It's just that's not food. You shouldn't eat that. Mike. Like that's not. I bet all you all right, all right, guys. Nuggets in front of like a hungry dog. The dog would be like, "No, nah, I'm good. Good. I don't need that." This My, is turning into the Discord chat about chicken nuggets again. That's, that's perfectly fine. Anyway, the, <laughs> my de- I think my, my deal with Wendy's, I have two deals with them right now. Number oh, one, gosh. the fact of it used to be five for a dollar. Yeah. I mean, that's everything. Just money isn't worth what it used to be. I it also s- used to be five roast beef sandwiches for five dollars at Arby's. That's true. But I feel like McDonald's has been... 20 for five bucks for a while like they've stuck their to their guns on that one my other yeah. deal is something that happened yeah, re- re- they'll re- nickel and dime other things though yeah that's true like cheeseburger is like more than a dollar now or something or yeah but 20 for five dollars is still four for a dollar there's but the deal used to be really good on Wendy's side because they were like Shh, you can get 25 for five bucks with us mm-hmm they don't come in a Burger King's like, hold my beer. <laughs> you get $50 or $5 with my, my other issue is one of my favorite nugget dipping sauces, it's not even a sauce, is honey. honey. Yes. And Wendy's doesn't fucking sell that anymore. They used to. Used to get it all the time. And then I think earlier this year, I went there and ordered nuggets. And I was like, can I get honey? And the waiter, the cashier was like, honey mustard like no honey she's like oh no we don't have honey i'm like since when don't they sell tea wouldn't you need honey for tea no not necessarily okay so and also if you like honey and you like chipotle guess what we have in store honey guess what we put on our stuff honey it's fire if you get it with the chicken try it The thing that I want to put in my Chipotle burrito when it's too hot, Pam, you're going to hate this, ranch dressing. 
Oh my oh. god! Why would you ruin that with ranch dressing? That's that's the I don't. No, because my issue is I've had chipotle, where it's been like way too hot for me. Where like, like spicy hot? Yeah, I normally get steak, and steak has I a. I was li- gonna say because the steak's the spiciest meat. But I can <laughs> handle the steak. There's uh the one in, the one in, the one in Kent. <laughs> I like, hate you, Stacey. The, anyway, the one in Kent. The one in Kent has had it where it's like way hotter than usual. Where I'm like, what the fuck? I'm downing water while I'm drinking. Like I'm eating this fucking burrito. Yeah, that that happens when there's too much adobo in a spot on the steak, and it yeah, that's because the marinade. You'll have that. <laughs> it's so good though. So we have a, a wrestling show coming up. Yeah, I've heard. I tried to I tried to moderate of sorts a little bit ago, guys, and suck me in the Chipotle talk. <laughs> this this isn't a fast food podcast. I didn't realize. Not, not yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. to talk about my ribs though. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't I don't have a McDonald's that has a McRib that far from me. I literally have to go to that McDonald's that you're talking about. I think well, that's no, Newcastle has them if you. Just go from work and north, like, over that way. Just fucking go to Newcastle. Man, Newcastle ain't fucking close to where he works. I mean, it's still closer than coming from Akron. It's a geography podcast now, <laughs> but yeah, it's not. <laughs> well, I will be I will be making a journey outside of the Northeast Ohio area soon. So <clears throat> I know oh, I'll, I'll have it then, but I do plan on doing, like, a separate one. So I can get one locally. <laughs> Is there any other food you want to talk about? Uh, the gecko pilgrimage. I, I, I was I was joking the about is the McRib. <laughs> I was joking, guys. Come on. <laughs> pilgrim or the McRib? Haven't had the pilgrim, so. Man, life hack at Getgo is to get the fucking meatball sub with the pilgrim bread. <sighs> I just want the pilgrim now, though. <laughs> <laughs> I actually decided, like, I'm like, all right, Friday, I'm getting the pilgrim. It's been a couple weeks. Anyway, let's get into these matches that we have. Uh, yeah, the three that we yeah, the three that we picked to talk about. Let's start with let's start with the AIW Intense Title Match: Tim Dons versus Matthew Justice. Like I said, holy the, shit! The, the for the Intense Title, this is going to be fucking nuts. I'm sorry. yeah, I I am shocked that there hasn't been like a stipulation put on it yet. Yeah, like. Like, oh, it's a ladder match, or oh, it's, you know, a fucking no disqualification match. Something like these two are going to kill each other. This is going to be amazing. Yeah. And it's, and especially with these two, like, they're two of my favorite people. It's going to be so hard to cheer for a specific person in this, but they're going to completely bring the house down. Like, it's going to be, if it's anything like any of Matt's recent matches, it's going to be insane. There's that aspect of it. And then we know Don's can be a crazy motherfucker, too. Oh, for sure. Tim You're... fucking Don's, man. Plenty. He had that crazy ladder match at Absolution. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> so, oh, God. I almost think Matt Justice can win the title. I mean, granted, I'm not saying that he won't, but fuck, if there's a moment, like, all of a sudden, Matt Justice comes out of this and wins. That's fucking nuts. Because another thing, huge. another thing we talk about is that title reigns normally last, you know, like six to nine months in the IW. 
This is, would be a shorter it, reign, but fuck, to give it to it, justice? God, that'd be awesome. It would be completely unexpected because of, like you just said, with there being the normal longer run. But what a better, like, if you would do it, what a better person to do it with than Matt. Like, Tim's great. Don't get me wrong. Love him as champ. Kind of. I mean, I haven't really seen him since he's been champ. Yeah, I was like... Um, but Matt, Matt would be a great choice, too. So, like, either way, either outcome, it it's going to be a, a great one. <laughs> I'm going to brain fart right there. <laughs> I do it all the time on the show. Oh my God. I'm, I'm just going to go back to being blonde. Christ, that happens too much. Um, But yeah, it, I, I'm excited to see these two, especially in a different room than Mount Carm. See yeah. what the landscape gives them. What kind of crazy shit are you guys going to get into? If there's any crazy shit at all, you never know. I really like that Tadmore Shrine room too. Fuck yeah! Like mm-hmm. my, it's mine it's is, big, it's open, and there's lots of spots for outside of the ring shenanigans. Minus that paint job. Oh come on, man. <laughs> paint oh job's God. fantastic. I forgot about the paint job. I'm so excited. That's almost as good as the tiger. It's like <laughs> a wrestling show inside of a pack of Camel cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a wrestling show in the middle of Aladdin. Yeah. Oh my god. That's fantastic. What's not to like about that? Oh, that's okay. We, we've kind of talked about this. This is a con, and you figure there's going to be some sort of cosplay going on, like from somebody. Someone has to do it. Oh, for sure. Who's dressing up I like Aladdin? <laughs> I mean, and with Halloween and everything just being right beforehand, somebody's got to have a spare Aladdin costume somewhere, right? Aladdin, Sabu. One of one of the two, they would both but, um, fit. Sabu is very good. That's that's appropriate as fuck. Oh, I'm sure there'll be people dressed as wrestlers. I don't know about Sabu though. That that would be pretty. Cool. Well, what they should do, they should uh, change change the name of the show, which was somewhat talked about already. Instead of the Rubber City Con, can it be the uh-huh. the, the Crown Jewel Con, and we can just pre- oh. pretend we're in Saudi Arabia? Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh! Well, since, does that mean that a journalist has to get dismembered outside no. of the building? Oh, I not mean, it. If we don't do the national anthem, the police might already. I'm just gonna stop. Anyway, one, two, three, not it. <laughs> Nose goes. I'm touching mine. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Like, so Matt's had a fucking crazy year. Like, crazy year. He's almost two years. Since he returned to AEW, yeah. it's been nuts. And True. I feel like him having a title makes sense. I, I feel like he's there, A, all the time. Mm-hmm. He's a local guy. I'm big on a local guy having the belt. I I like it. It means you're going to have that guy at every show. I mean, in Dance's defense, he, prior to recently, the past two shows, he was almost at every single show. If he wasn't announced right. for a match, he was still doing a run-in. Which I always thought was nuts. I'm like, they, they have enough faith in Donst. I don't know what they're paying him, or I don't know what, what's going on, but he's not announced for a match. He doesn't wrestle in a match, but he just does a run-in. That's that's, I mean, that's kind of cool. It is. I mean, he doesn't live that far away. He's in PA somewhere. Yeah. Like, the opposite side, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, that's still like five hours, six hours. That's, that's, a, long, that's, that's the longest fucking state. That's, that's, North, yeah, I, that's Northwest Virginia. Yes. And yeah. Yeah, that, that's why I said, huh. Because it's it's Pennsylvania. 
it is Pennsylvania. You're from there. You should know. <laughs> we don't let people know these things. <laughs> you do have the benefit, though, of being by the border, where it's like you aren't necessarily a full-fledged Pennsylvanian. You're not from Pittsburgh. Uh, oh, no, I'm she's not- full-fledged. I'm not from actually. Okay, so history of Pam, real quick. I was born in Florida, lived there for two years, and I grew up outside of Pittsburgh. I definitely lived way closer to Ohio than Pittsburgh, but I was definitely a Pittsburgh girl through and through until I moved out here. A secret about Pam is that she has the Yinzer accent <laughs> and, and works very hard at not using it, but it slips through every once in a while. Like when I forget a TH. (laughs) You drop a TH off a lot of things. (laughs) Anyway, wrestling. (laughs) Anyway, Pittsburgh. No. (laughs) Fuck that. Sucks. (laughs) Well, they have like one thing there I like. The penguins? Me too. No, no, fuck that. (laughs) If I'm rooting for a team, I'm rooting for the Blackhawks. I'll accept Blackhawks. You're lucky you're a Bears fan. That's why I would root for them over any other team. I know so many people go, I hate Pittsburgh. Fuck the Steelers. Fuck the Pirates. And they're like, oh, I like the Penguins. I'm like, same fuck color scheme. Fuck that. No, no. I will fight that all day. (laughs) For the most part, the Penguins gold is a different yellow. (laughs) It's an actual gold. (laughs) No, it used to be gold. I mean, there was a point where they almost had like... uh, saints colors but no they wear those same dumb pittsburgh colors that yinzers yinzers are like that ain't yellow that's gold motherfucker that's yellow um i used to i, I used to debate that with so many people and i'm like <laughs> I'm, I'm imprinting that's a fucking yellow <laughs> like it's not bright yellow i mean there's a little bit of red in there but it's fucking yellow yeah, like the no, Wiz khalifa song's not called black and gold black and gold Exactly. It is not called black and gold. It's black and yellow. And I've had a number of people try to tell me that that is Pittsburgh gold. And I was like, oh, so it's fool's gold. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but um, I always get yeah, the same I'm, thing with uh, Packers fans. They're like, oh, green and gold. I'm like, no, yellow. Yeah, there's some delusional people out there that don't know their colors. Nobody learned them their colors when they were young. They're both and t- if they were from Pittsburgh, you figure Mr. Rogers would have taught him something, right? You would think. Which is you the, would think. Which, which going full circle is the only thing I really like in Pittsburgh. Everything Mr. Rogers. <laughs> everything else. Fuck that. Oh, man, you know what? Real deal, though. And I love Cleveland. And it, I've been torn my entire life with my love of hockey and the Pittsburgh Penguins and my love of everything else Ohio. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is a rad fucking city, and most of the people who live in Pittsburgh are fucking normal. It's all the fucking country fucks surrounding Pittsburgh, all that rural fucking Pittsburgh area. Those are the people with the terrible accents that all the stereotypes are about. Those are the fucking majority of your Steeler fans that are like fucking weirdo Yinzers. Like, the... To go to a, a football game in Pittsburgh and then to go to a hockey game in Pittsburgh, it's like you're in two different cities. Like the fan bases are almost completely separate people. That could even be the same or said for uh, wrestling too in Pittsburgh and different areas as far as fan bases go. Anyway. Wrestling in PA is weird. I have, I have 
never really had a lot of fun at a PA wrestling show. I've only ever been to two in PA, and one was the House of Hardcore show in that Philly. That was one of ours, too, yeah. Do we, do we talk about this? Do we go to the same show or no? I don't know. Which show the did one you go where, to? The one where Bull Dempsey wrestled? It was like He wrestled, a, yes. O- October show or something? No, I went April. I went the very first uh, that collector con that they have. The oh, the, the okay. main guy behind the main wrestler uh, for the meet and greet stuff was Shawn Michaels. And that's the only reason why I fucking went. Because I mm. ooh, that's one of my favorites. And I really wanted to meet him. And I did. I thought I would never get the opportunity, and I I haven't yet. So that was the only sh- shot that it was. And it was it was only hundred bucks, which something oh, is super expensive. Well, I look at that as that's on the cheap end. Fifty. It was fifty dollars for an autograph, fifty dollars for a picture, and I've heard like hundred bucks for each. Other. Yeah, places. I was gonna say you got off easy. That's why I'm really happy that it all worked out. But and then the other one, yeah. I, I did. I did IWC earlier this year. Other than that. No ah. other PA shows. No, no, no. Three. I forgot about Revenge that we all just went to. Oh yeah. Oh no, yeah. That's not Pittsburgh. <laughs> no, that's eerie. That's PA. It's still PA though. Yeah. Um. I mean, when we had that crowd, those dudes in front of us. God. But that's been talked about. Um. But yeah, like the uh, the one that we went to. Um, EC3 and Tony Nese and all those guys were on it. That's why I thought maybe you'd been at that one. No. Uh, i trying to remember the people that were on that show. Pepper Parks and Cherry Bomb were on it. They were on the one we were at, yeah. Um, God, okay, I got the, I forgot I got the, the poster of it right by me. Uh, Mia was there. Rod Van Dam, Rhino, uh, Brian Myers. I think Cassius Ono is on the or Chris Hero, I think he was there. Yeah, he was there. Eddie Kingston, obviously Dreamer. Um, uh, what, Selena Vega? Or whatever her fucking name was back then. I can't even think of it. Thea Trinidad. Yes. Uh, Sammy was there. Bart Gunn was there. That's every, uh, Brian Cage was there. That's pretty much everybody on the poster. David Boy Smith Jr. Bart was Gunn there. was there? Billy Gunn. My, my bad. <laughs> Billy Gun Facts. Yeah, that was April 13th at the ECW Arena. Oh, that's our anniversary. It sure is. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> um, Sorry, that date sticks out in my head. I'm a girl, guys. Come on. Yeah, I've been to a couple of shows. That, like, I went to those Rise tapings that Caden went to. Yeah. Um, That was cool. Well, you Blackcraft. Yeah, I was about to cool say you went to Blackcraft. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've went to like ROH shows and stuff down there. I don't know. I just, the Pittsburgh crowds, man, are not. NXTs. Yeah, they're just not. The crowds down there aren't very like, like it's kind of a dead crowd. Columbus is the same way. Columbus is fucking awful. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it was bad. Never been to Columbus. I've only been Dayton. I, in fairness, I've only been to like WWE shit in Columbus, so. Like yeah. indie shows down there can be cool, but the just the general crowd, the wrestling crowd down there seemed real dead. I'm not sure if I've ever went into a WWE show outside of Northeast Ohio. Just Cleveland and Canton. When they would do the NXT runs, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Columbus, that's when we would go. Yeah. And we went to that awful show in Johnstown. Oh, yeah. MPA. Yeah. So 
We have another but match coming up. <laughs> we, we have uh, the absolute title match. Hot Sauce Tracy Williams versus the hometown boy, Joshua Bishop. Like I said, for the absolute title. You talk about a local guy becoming champion. This is another opportunity where Bishop could do it. And How good would that be for Bishop to win the title in Akron? Dude. For Bishop to win the title, that's kind of not expected, right? Like, yeah, I I dig it. I would like to see it happen. I hope it does happen. Josh Bishop, champion, fucking book it. <laughs> I want to see it. Where would you rate Joshua Bishop of like all of the AIW students? Would he be in your top five, top ten, top one? So where are we going to cut off the line of students? I would say anybody who's been an AIW student, the the first two don't even wrestle anymore, so they're out the window. Um, but you know, like your Dr. Dan, uh, Dominic Arini. Okay, so you include Dom in that? Yeah. Okay. He's, he's, he was an AIW student. Um, Bishop would probably be in my top five, to be honest. Yeah. He would, he would be in my top five. Dom would be in my top five. Dan would be in my top five. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a solid three right there. It is. Uh, I, I think there are, so it, it, man, that's tough. Like they're, that's the problem is a lot of the guys that have came out of the, the AIW school are really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorites actually isn't that active or the best, although he had a recent <laughs> announcement he's coming back, but it's hard to put him in the top five. But I like Kaplan a lot. Uh-huh. Because why wouldn't you? I like Tuan a lot, too, but I don't know oh if he's my. in the top five. Um, Tuan is fucking getting out there, and I absolutely love it. Me this, too. This I guy, think it's fucking great. Next week, he has a match against Brett Eisen. Yeah. As soon as I heard that, I was like, my God, that's going to be a fucking awesome match. Yeah. When Stacy when Stacy said that that was the match coming up, I was like, Justin is going to shit. Because I know how much you want to see Brett in AIW and everything. So, like, him wrestling Tuan, that's, like, crazy. And then Tuan, I forget the match that he had uh, at that, that same promotion. Not someone I know, but I know he's getting out there more. I, I, to find one place that's booking him maybe starting to be constant, that's two shows. Yeah. that That's awesome. Like, Tuan is fucking getting out there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I don't know how people wouldn't like Tuan. Like, like when he goes to new markets, I feel like people would have to instantly like him. Like, watch Tuan, watch somebody wrestle, and you'll like him. Have you guys... Talk to Tuan, you'll like a, him. On a slightly related topic, have you guys seen uh, Faye Jackson's new shirt? I have not. It is in the style of the late 90s rap covers like juvenile oh you know know what i did see that and i didn't realize that was a real shirt i didn't see it what is it (laughs) uh if you go to my personal twitter i think i quote tweeted it and said big twan needs this shirt i sort of looks like a no limit cover or no limit or cash money like those yeah that that late 90s era of rap covers i (laughs) I was like, Tuan, I think you need the shirt. You know, I think in between his love for for Faye Jackson and 
I'm not stereotyping like him loving that music. I mean, he love he seems to love every fucking bit of music out there. So I think he would love it too. I'm like, come on, man, like you do that. I hope she's selling it. I might buy him one. I might buy myself one, but I might buy Tuan one. I just saw it and I need that shirt in my life in the worst way. <laughs> fucking amazing. So need. My, my whole point was being like Joshua Bishop is at least in my top five. He might be in a battle for my top two between him and Dom. And just the past That's pretty year, much where it is for me, too. Yeah. For the past like two years, like the uh, the careers that they've had. I mean, granted, Dom has, has been a little bit more established, but they're both getting out there just as much. And Josh has progressed so much over the last year. It's literally a night and day difference from when he first debuted to now. And we're only talking a little over a year and a half in, and it's going to get more and more uh, better. I know yeah, that wasn't I English, mean, but still. Yeah. <laughs> what do you remember that tweet I posted earlier, Justin? <laughs> Shut up. Watch your grammar. <laughs> it wasn't written; it was spoken. It's fine. Oh, that, um, that's true. I had a brain fart. Um, remember earlier? Touche. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So yeah, I mean, if you if you go back and watch, and not that he was bad then, but if you go back and watch him at like Back to the Future Cup, yeah, from mm-hmm. two Jaylets ago, and then watch, fuck, something the match from Zero Cool, it's it's night and day. You're absolutely right, um, and he has been getting out there and wrestling other places, wrestling at SUP and wrestling, just it's what you got to do if that's what you want. You know what I mean? I mean, there. I'm sure there are plenty of guys who are just happy to wrestle around Cleveland. Yeah. Obviously, that's not what that dude wants. Uh, I, I'm saying, man, Josh is. I don't think it's absurd to think that that dude could be champ. Yeah. I think it would be a fucking cool swerve, and I kind of hope it fucking happens. Or even if we get to a point where, like, you know, Joshua Bishop becomes champion, you have Dom, who's been on a war path. And you, you basically would have Dom come in and go, no, like you're champion now after I've worked all this time. Fuck you. I'm like, I want my shot. I'm going to fucking beat you. I'm going to become champion. Right. That'd be right. Crazy. And with and with Dom being the one that kind of runs the, the training school now, that puts that whole it almost puts it in a like another him and Josh situation. Yeah. Where it's someone who, while he's still like not so long ago, a student. Someone who's kind of in more of an adult situation than yeah, uh, a more a more veteran situation. Mm-hmm. So I I think that's cool. I think the possibility of having Josh as at this point what would be a face, yeah, hometown champion, and the guys that you can have go against him that you can bring in. There's so many cool matchups that could happen from that, and to really build like a, a local guy up to. But the last local guy who had like that real like huge fan base behind him. Not that people don't like people, you know, across the board right now, but Gargano had a fan base that was at a different level. Yeah. And to maybe try to build another guy up to that makes sense to me. I I see where you're coming from. The only thing with Gargano is it did take such a long time. And I think sure. I think we'll end up seeing that with, you know, guys like Dom, Joshua Bishop and others especially dom like dom has that that work ethic that he just came you know out of training just swinging 
Yeah. And he's he's been killing it bit by bit. That it's crazy. I think if there's going to be like a next big star, it's potentially it's potentially dumb. I can see that. I like him as a heel, man. Yeah. I, I think he has found what he's really good at in being a heel. Mm-hmm. Like, cause like, I think you said that the, on the last show, like he's never really been like an expressive dude. Like he was never like a big smiling guy when he came out through, you know, out through the curtain. Yeah. So it kind of fits his natural demeanor, uh, you know, to be kind of stone faced and, and that kind of lends itself to being a heel. Uh, he's also a guy that, um, I think, can show some real like deliberate meanness in the ring. Yeah. Which some guys aren't the best at doing. Yeah. Uh, I told him at a show not long ago that the only thing heel Dom needs is boots. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's going to happen, but I still fully believe heel Dom in like boots or shoes with kick pads just for that little definition of like, Oh, well face Dom was, you know, no shoes MMA style, but this guy has boots so that he can, you know, fucking kick you harder and have it hurt. That kind of reminds me of a story that I've never told here on the podcast. I have a, I have a friend who was in independent wrestling way before me. And he told me this when I started to get into it. And at one point he was, I guess, somewhat friends with Gargano. Like uh-huh. it's, it's just more or less because Gargano was younger and, he was connecting with probably fans a little bit differently. Like, like he was just like a regular local guy. Yeah. And I don't know whether this was through personal. Cause I heard that he did have Gargano's number, but then I heard recently it was through, uh, AIM. So that lets you know how long ago this was. And wow. Gargano just changed from long tights to the, the regular tights that he, he uses now. <laughs> and my friend who's kind of like that know-it-all and will tell you his opinion, but it might blow up in his face, and this kind of did. He said, hey, uh, I think you look better in the long tights. And I guess Gargano never responded to him. And when someone just recently retold this story to me, I was like, well, I guess Gargano was right. Because that, he stuck with that look, and it's he's now on WWE. So, yeah. Yeah, it worked out for him. And if he still had those long tights, everybody would be laughing at him. Huh. I think that dude's a lot more than his tights, but, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I guess, too, like, when he switched from long tights to regular tights, uh, his legs weren't as defined. So, I guess he kind of like chicken legs, as it was <laughs> described to me. So, he, you know, I guess worked on his legs more, but still, like, yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> parallels. Bishop switched to short tights. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. His his thighs are getting a little thick. So <laughs> possible. Maybe maybe Bishop's the next Gargano. I don't know, man. I'm not saying that anybody's the next <laughs> Gargano. I mean everybody's gonna be there yeah, well, you know, whoever they are, but yeah, I'm, I just I'm at the next local favorite. Is, I guess my point is for as much as a lot of people really like hot sauce. Um, I personally think it would be really fucking cool for Bishop of all people to win unexpectedly in his hometown. I just think that's fucking cool storytelling, making making movies. <laughs> so, Kate Thorne. I was yeah. literally about to say that. <laughs> hey, man, he's the one that would be making the choice. 
Making <laughs> stories, making movies. Yeah. But yeah, Bishop winning would be epic for sure. He's definitely come a long way year and a half. And even like you guys said, even in the last couple of months and the last couple of matches, they just keep getting better and better. And I think it may have been the, uh, the weird sunless tanner stuff that he used over the summer made him really <laughs> nice and tan at one point in time that kind of upped him a little bit. I don't know, but he, uh, yeah, he's definitely improving. And if he would win in Akron, that place is going to fucking explode. Yeah. I want to see the the Bishop Brigade back out in force too. Dude, it'd be nice. The only issue is, is we're not going to have the, you know, Barkley Nation there. Uh, so, I mean, that's something else for down the road, too. Does that collide at some point? I don't know. I just think this match is going to be good. At the end of the day, also, it's going to be a good match no matter who wins. Both of those guys are... Josh is at a point now where I think him and Tracy can have a really fucking good match. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a lot of crazy shit to follow because you've got that Eddie and Dom match. You've got the fucking Donst and Justice match that we were just talking about. So, I mean, that championship match is going to follow a lot of fucking potentially crazy shit. But I, I think they have it in them to have still a, a fucking great match. This is what's going to happen. You're going to get Joshua Bishop become the new AIW Absolute Champion. And then at Absolution, he's going to lose it to Wes Barkley. Fuck. <laughs> oh, God. And Barkley Nation will go nuts at Absolution with the new AIW Absolute Champion. Might not have, might not be able to have that show at Mount Carmel. (laughs) (laughs) It might get a little too crazy if that's the thing. (laughs) I don't know if we get either of them like in a match together at Mount Carmel. Shit's going to go nuts, whether it be a a championship match or not. That's yeah. I want it so bad. (laughs) All right. um, Let's get into this next match. And before we do, we have a promo. All of you out there in internet land, it is I, Magnum CK, better known as Durets KY, the supporting lead of the production. And we are here to entertain by thy sport. You see, I'm Eddie Only. The only one you need to worry about peeing me is Eddie Only. Because I'm a stagehand of the production, baby. You see, I'm always talking about sausages, always talking about my bird. You want to see how's your bird hanging, huh? Huh? How's the hog hanging? I'm Eddie Only, baby. I'm tatted up. I'm a hunk. What are you going to do? Eddie Only, baby. Dan housing. Say a few syllables. You said too much, but now the main man of the production, the leading role, the Prince of Broadway, Franklin Flynn. Ah, 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 ah,
You can't forget about the Neon Dorito Derek Direction. Oh, I'm the director, baby. Oh, I'm the next one that's gonna star in Sunny Side Up too. So there you have it, and if I say this right, the Weird World Experience versus the production. Now, as of this recording, we don't have the graphic for it, so we technically don't know the four that are going to be in it. I think it's going to be the four from Zero Cool, but I could be wrong. Maybe Derek's not in the match, and Danhausen is, so um, we don't know, because like I said, the graphic has not been announced, so... Big match that came from Zero Cool with with this, and uh, thank you, AIW, for making us look like jackasses when we said on the uh, preview episode that we don't think the production and <laughs> and real world experience has happened, and yeah, th- oh yeah, here's this uh, match that happened, minus a uh, couple people, but still the same, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in the still that was posted that I saw... I'm I'm in the fucking crowd. Like I was I was there. It was at music. Like, <sighs> I could have swore it had happened. Like when I was listening to it, I'm like, guys, I'm pretty sure we saw this at one point in time. Well, see if you have been on that show, you could have corrected us. But... Well, I mean, I kinda was on that show. Uh, I guess that's true. <laughs> I just had to stay silent. <laughs> well, you did talk, but <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so yeah, there, there was talking, but we didn't hear it all. <laughs> and you weren't happy about that either. But, I was having a bad night. But, but you heard what we heard. Like it was literally <laughs> like it was just this like clusterfuck. And then we're like, we didn't hear any of that. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, that fucking match that I think the the thing with a lot of AEW matches, like some of it just blurs together for me, especially those Tequila Jack shows. Yeah, oh, man, it, sure. it doesn't help that I'm usually a couple of drinks and some other good times into <laughs> the night by the time these matches come around. And it all just kind of that helps the blur of everything kind of blurring together. Um, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, that match definitely happened. It's definitely happened before. So we get this match this time in Akron and the production is better and the weird world experience is better. Yeah. You've got champions with the production now and PME just coming off of a, a championship match against them. Uh, the PME promo video for this that was, is fucking amazing. That was played right before this. The Danhausen part, man. <laughs> like I've 
that part made me laugh so much the first time that when I listened to you watch the video earlier, it made me laugh again. Like, that was good. And, like, the production had been killing it, specifically Magnum, with promo videos this year. So I like that PME kind of gave them a little bit of their own back. But the question is, which we don't know as of right now, and I need, I need to double check and the listeners will know whether the production responds. Do, right. Do they do their own version of the Weird World Experience? Or does, you know, Magnum do his own version of all of them? Which would be great. One man show, Ooh, Magnum as the Weird World Experience? Come on. He's known for impressions. Yeah, that would be really good. <laughs> oh, what if he used that Snapchat filter where you can put your their face over hit yours? <laughs> face? Oh, my God. Which which he has done. Like, if you... Somewhere on YouTube, I know he's done impressions of wrestlers where he used their face. That's fucking awesome. Good. That's really oh, good. Man. Wow. He He's just really good at that kind of thing. I think this is going to be a really fun match. <clears throat> I think it would make sense to maybe even start the night with this or have this be like the... Uh, the end of the first half, like before mm-hmm. intermission. I could see it. For sure. I could even technically see it being the main event, depending on what these guys do. I mean, oh, man, the main event needs to be Bishop. Yeah, it does It does need to be. But I'm, I'm saying that it has the potential that could make it a main event. Oh, yeah, it can be yeah. a main event match. Absolutely. Absolutely, this could be a main event match. I'm interested to see because... so. Specifically with PME and the Weird World, they have a lot of tandem offense. They have a lot of specific tag team moves, and they work really well as tag teams. And in the past, they've worked really well together. The two tag teams of the production, Derek and Eddie have a little bit of tandem uh, work, but Frankie and and Magnum CK, even though they're the champs, it's it's still to me feels a little bit, while they're all part of the same faction, like two singles wrestlers in a tag team that just happened to be really good, so they've won. Um, and I'm interested to see how some of that dynamic works in the match uh, and what those guys do as far as uh, some of the tandem offense uh, from Weird World experience and if maybe they incorporate it together with both teams. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> There's, I don't know, I feel like a lot of, lots been said about this match. I mean, prior to tonight of... You know, you know, the last show and everything. And I don't know. It's just we know what to expect. We've said a lot about them, too. So I don't. It's definitely going to be amazing. And especially whatever version of the production we get. For sure. It's going to be cool. Well, also, also see uh, Dan Housen back. It's been I think he hasn't been back since Absolution. Oh, right. Wow. wow. I can't believe it's been that long already. Him and Don store. I don't know. Out somewhere together. Both deciding to come back at the same time. One got married, and the other one was Tim Donst. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> man! Um, you can't just you can't just <laughs> put down that eight for Donst, can you? No, I, it's always there. It's always there, a little bit in the back of your mind, Justin. I never. I've actually made tweets recently where I'm just like, I really like Donst. Uh, <laughs> what was the one where? He made some sort of tweet where he really reversed the asking for a friend. Oh, no, it was 
<laughs> I got like, it was like he's like, I got tickets to a concert. Does anybody want to go with me? Asking for a friend, and I was like, ooh, I like that because that's also you're asking for someone to be your friend. I like it. I like it. Yeah, no, that's smart. Yeah, that's real good. What yeah. a clever, clever fellow. I think he just had a, an office reference on a tweet too, and I was like, ooh, I didn't tweet about it. But I'm like, I really like that one too. Like, you're really doing good, Tonst. I like this version of you. Man, the office obsession is so weird to me. I love the show. I, Top five, probably. Dude, the show was... Look, I, when it was on TV, I watched it. I loved it. It was a good show. But I feel like there's like a generational thing right now that I'm on the back end of where like maybe there were a lot of people who didn't see it like when it was on TV. Okay. But like it just seems like everybody is obsessed with watching like the office on Netflix now, like over and over and over again, like the way I watch Futurama or the uh, way I watch new girl. <laughs> yeah. Where like, I don't know. I just don't understand this obsession with the office. Like the show was good except for, you know, the not Michael Scott seasons. The season. I, I always say the not Michael Scott seasons. And then the last half of the final season it's really like i felt like they were building towards that last episode and that series finale is one of my top favorites because they wrapped almost pretty much everything up to where i'm never i'm not going oh i really want to see a reunion because they need to tell me what's going on here i'm like no that that was perfect of course i'm also in the slim minority that thinks the how i met your mother series finale was perfect I will debate anybody about it, Pam, because <laughs> this is between you two. I didn't watch that show <laughs> because they... I wait. I waited so long for that. Okay, and that's that's how it ends. Okay, here, here, here's <laughs> here's the question that I'm going to ask you. That was asked to me in the middle of the second to last season, and then it all they started to go in that direction. Why is Ted telling the kids how they met their mother? Why aren't they asking the mother? Because she's dead. Yeah, I guess I never really thought about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they did spend a lot of that series, because I didn't think it would be him wanting to be with Robin. The The whole, they were really, they spent that whole series building up that Ted and Robin belonged together, but there were some hiccups. And by the right. time the end of that series happened, all those hiccups were gone. Especially she didn't want kids, couldn't have kids, but she ended up loving his kids. Right. Aunt Robin. And they said that they, they had a like a pact where if they were still single at a certain age, they'd get married. It was all pointing in that direction. True. That's why I think it's perfect. And the fact that a show spent nine seasons telling a story that they knew that they were going to end with at the end of the first season, that's ballsy. Yeah. That's why I'm a huge fan of the end of that series. So here's my question about that TV show. And admittedly... I've watched very little of that TV show. Yes. <laughs> Why? So he's like a grown-ass man <laughs> on that show, right? Like, he's a full-grown-ass man. <laughs> Why, when he's talking to the kids, is his voice like, is Bob Saget? <laughs> but he's... His regular voice in the show... Yeah. Like, did uh, he have an accident? Did, like they used it up until like the I think the last episode doesn't have Bob Saget. Maybe the last season doesn't have Bob Saget. It's I think in this I have no reason to know. They did it to differentiate like 
Ted talking now and or whenever, you know, the series has taken place into future Ted talking. All right. Because there are times where he he might be talking and you don't see him. So they're letting you know, like, this is the difference between the voice. That's the only thing I could think of. But they've never come out and but said why. But does he only talk to the kids at the beginning of the show? He, no. He's kind of, he's like a narrator at points. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but there are times that current Ted could be narrating a story. You know uh, I mean? Okay. Yeah. Like they they would have like Ted and Robin on screen or something, and they'd like do a cut thing, and then like old Ted would talk, and then they'd go back into the seat. Yeah, literally like one that. of my top shows. The only show that I always stated I actually watched from like the first episode because I was really hooked on it. Yeah, really good. It made me cry lots, multiple times. <laughs> Great show. Great show. And that's why I think. The series finale is perfect. And if anybody tries to explain to me why it's not, please let me know. And I will explain to you why you're wrong. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, God, this, show, this show's gone on. So on, on, to, to, okay. make sure, to make sure everybody's on the same page, um, we've talked some about wrestling, a lot about <laughs> fast food, a little about how I met your mother. <laughs> and uh, before we go any further, let's go to this commercial break. What's up, everybody? This is Alex, Worldwide Killer, coming to you live here for a thrift store. Wait, it's not thrift store, driver. Wait a minute. Wrestling who? Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. I know my name. It's Alex, Worldwide Killer, and you're listening to Wrestling Cheers. And I want to tell you all about Wrestling Cheers t-shirts at whatamaneuver.net. It's a heck of a shirt because where everybody knows your name and wrestling is a game and the game is pain. And pain is what we feel and what we feel, it's real. Whatamaneuver.net, wrestling cheers. Do it up for your boy, Alex Worldwide Killer. And we're back from that. And let's get into the rest of this card we have for the Rubber City Con. Let's start with... Sienna versus Faye Jackson. I, I'm kind of looking forward to this match. Love me some Faye. Love me some Sienna. Yeah, I think, I think, this match is going to be good. I think Faye needs a win in AIW. I don't know what her record is, but I don't think it could be too great. I Whatever it is, I guarantee, you, I guarantee you Allison Kay's record is better. Like, oh, yeah, because she was champion for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a great match. Um, I <clears throat> excuse me, I haven't seen Faye wrestle in forever, so it's nice to see her back in the dub. Yeah, I, I can't think of the last. I mean, it wasn't GNO. I, she's been on something since then, but I, it's God. been a while. Was it Akron? Yeah, maybe. Oh, I think the last Akron show she was on. Is that no? Nope. Britt Baker wrestled. That was Britt Karen Baker and Q. Karen Q. I can see her in a room that's not Mount Carmel. It almost has to be because I don't remember her at Tequila Jacks. I'm trying to maybe solve for a little bit of time. Because I do keep Cage Match opened up, but trying to find like a show and I had to go all the way back to the GNO that she was at. So, okay, last time she was here. No. She had two matches in 2017. One was at GNO versus Ray Lynn. And maybe the maybe the last time we've seen her, maybe not. 
against Britt Baker. Okay. At Cola's Ice. And yeah, she hasn't been AEW this year. So yeah, that was her last AEW match. Wow. wow. So almost a whole year. Over. Was it? Oh, Cola's Ice wasn't the December show? <laughs> no, that was where Joey broke his finger, wasn't it? Oh, that was where Joey broke his finger. Oh, so you. That means you were. No, no, no. That's uh, the Crown of Chambers. Or no, that was 36. Cool yeah, as Ice was Malenko. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. That's so that last September. Yeah, so September, it's been well over a year. Yeah. Wow. I always th- get those two shows confused because of the cold theme. <laughs> when Stacy said Cool as Ice in December, I was just like, that makes sense. Like that you would think <laughs> that, like, yeah, I can see I would. Cool as Ice, that had to be in December because of Cool as Ice. Yeah. I don't know. There were some Turner Hall shows that should have been called Cold as Ice because it was cold as fuck in that building in the winter sometimes. Never went to a show there. Lucky you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's move on to... Wait a minute, did uh, we all get our... We didn't... No, we didn't do our picks at all. Do your pick. we're, not no. ta- we're not going in depth. Give your picks. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going with Sienna. Pam. Sienna. Z-N-E. Versus no consequences, DJ Z and Andrew Everett versus no consequences, Trey Lamar and Chase Oliver. And this is kind of a a part two rematch ish. Uh, last Akron show, it was Trey Lamar versus DJ Z, and now they both got tag partners, and the story gets to continue. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. No consequences, Stacy. I am also going no consequences. Pam. Pam, let's make that three for three with no consequences. <laughs> Next up, we have Eddie Kingston versus Dominic Greeny. First off, will this match happen? I'm praying yes. I fucking hope. It needs to. <laughs> with that being said, I'm going Dom. This is going to be a big win for Dom. It would be a huge win for Dom, but I I can't go against Eddie Kingston. I'm, I'm picking Kingston. Pam. Gotta go gotta go with my dude Eddie. I I just he's he's gotta get the dub. You just picked Eddie because he likes new girl. No, <laughs> I picked Eddie because he's Eddie goofy. had had some hard times at AIW. Like uh how many of his matches ended up in an L in the last two years? Like I think he's only had like one or two wins, maybe. Like it'd be nice to see Eddie win again. You could have seen Eddie. Eddie win again if you would have uh not <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about any of that because I missed that whole half of that show and I'm still really sad about it. We're going to not talk about it because you can't remember it. <laughs> it's because I was in my car. <laughs> you were out. So bad. See, and this is why I don't drink at shows anymore. <laughs> okay, Ed. Oh my God. I, I've never been Ed level drunk. Never. <laughs> okay, so far, Eddie Kingston has had three matches in AIW for this year. He is two and one. Two and one this year? Yeah, he's actually, okay. on a, actually technically, he's on a, on a winning streak. Yeah. Uh, he beat PCO and he beat uh, Wes Barkley. That's true. And if we go to 2017, let me see... They have on. Am I blending my years? (laughs) They have on here. They count the gauntlet as a match. We're throwing that out because yeah, it's a loss, but it's not the same. 
He yeah. Right. Beat Swoggle, lost to Tracy, to Donst, to Lawler, to Williams. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one and four for 2017. So Beat Swoggle went on a four or five match losing streak and now is on a two match winning streak. So, yes. Statistics. <laughs> That's Scott Steiner math. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we'll go back one more year. He won. They have him down for two matches in one night. Um, yeah, I guess so. Uh, won a ma- the six-way match at Don't Feed Us After Midnight. Then beat Candice later on that night. Lost to Jerry. Lost to Frankie. Won a tag match with Frankie to beat BJ and Duke. Beat Erie. Lost to Severin. Oh, God. That's a that's a scary match. <laughs> lost to Lyndon. Lost to PB. Yeah, four and five, so... Man, he lost to Lyndon and didn't even bitch about it. Still <laughs> oh, comes back. Lost to Lyndon twice. I mean, he lost to Lyndon in a four-way at Hell on Earth last year. I mean, not last year, uh, 2016. And then lost to him this year. So, yeah. yeah. He's on TV now, too. Yeah. He's a kid. <laughs> oh, not Eddie. I'm glad Eddie's on TV. Eddie's fucking great on Impact. Everybody should watch Impact. I, they need viewers. Agreed. I, I like watching Impact. Not even just because of Eddie. The they, product's changed a lot over the last year and a half. They do have a lot of things that I, I like. It's just fitting into my schedule. Like, I love that Paige is there. I love that Kingston's there. I had a weird question from my girlfriend today. She texted me. She's like, who's Demon Bunny? And I'm thinking, uh, how the fuck do you know about them? I'm like, I've never tweeted about them. I never like any of their stuff on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm like, where, where the f-? I'm like, where did this come from? She's like, oh, I just see the thing on Twitter. She's like, I kind of like their logo. And I'm like, okay. But that was weird. I'm like, why the fuck are you asking me about Demon Bunny? Where did this come from? <laughs> no, the, I hive, really, the hive is everywhere. <laughs> I, I genuinely think Impact is more entertaining on a regular basis than Raw or SmackDown. I truly, truly believe that. I don't know. I don't really watch SmackDown that often, and I only watch Raw every so once in a while, and then everything else, I don't watch it really at all. You don't need to. Just find out what happened. No, I mean, like, everything else. Like, I don't watch Ring of Honor. I don't watch New Japan. I don't watch... What am I missing? I don't watch MLW. I uh, don't watch NXT. Nothing. You don't watch NXT? No. I don't have time. Oh. Yeah, if we watch anything, honestly, we record it, fast forward through the shit parts, and then watch what is good. <laughs> I don't watch anything live, unless it's like a, a pay-per-view or a, a live stream on uh, Powerball. I don't... I can't sit through like bad cringy shit i just fast forward if shit starts getting cringy i hit the button till it doesn't look like it's cringy anymore my thing is just not having time because there's so many other shows that i want to watch and i spend at least two nights a week working on this show so right right i need time for other shit besides wrestling like i love wrestling but i need other time for other shit because then i get behind on so much shit oh dude there's a hundred tv shows that that I should have but instead I watched wrestling and that's not even me going back and being an asshole and being like oh you know what I want to watch this ECW from fucking 25 years ago yeah alright let's uh, move on 
to the next match. How do we even get into that? Oh, yeah. Kingston and Dom. Or Kingston and uh, Dom. Did we pick? Yeah, we all picked. Yep. Uh, Next up, we have Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham versus Gilberg. (laughs) (laughs) Does Gilberg win? I think so, yeah. I think Gilberg wins. I mean... with the help of ego, ego's not going to be there. Yeah. Oh shit, that's right. That's my, that's my thing. Like he hasn't been announced, and you would announce Impact Wrestling's own Ethan Page. Oh, he's, sure. he's announced. He's just not announced for AIW. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Where's he at that day? Black Label. Okay, that's what I was figuring. Cause that's the other big show going on that day. Yeah. It's the uh, it's the rematch of him and uh, Jordan Grace. Who? Moving on. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Gilbert. You gotta go Gilbert. It's tradition. You got. You just gotta go against Dan. <laughs> I truly believe, for what is obviously a comedy match, this is gonna be really fucking entertaining. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not like a, a huge fan of of Gilbert, but I mean, Dan and Gilbert just seems like. Easy comedy gold to me. And remember, bring toilet paper. Oh yeah, yeah. We need we need redemption for the fact we didn't get to do a tsunami on him at the last Akron show. We haven't gotten a chance to really get him in a while. P- partially because I know the last like show or two I didn't buy toilet paper. No, I would. Well, even when we had it, like we didn't really get to like hurl it at him like we wanted to. Yeah, what was the last the last show that we had it for was Abso? Maybe. No. Is that- no. Um what's the uh show that Ethan couldn't make it to? Uh, the, the last Mount Carmel one? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say because oh, I could have from Cleveland? Yeah. Didn't it was Donnie and I, I think we ran across the street and yeah. got toilet paper. And then um it was Bishop who did a callback technically to Matt Justice, gets one of the toilet papers and pelts Dan direct. Yeah. So we go from bringing your toilet paper to bringing nuggets from Burger King. We're not going to get back into that conversation. But <laughs> Jock Sampson and Mance Warner versus PB Smooth and Hornswoggle. I'm going to go Duke Money. Whoa. I'm gonna go with twins. I can't. I can't go against Swaggle and PB. I like some Mancer, but and don't bring Nuggets and throw them. It's gross. <laughs> don't. Maybe bring Nuggets and throw them, but bring it's Win- still gross. Bring Wendy's no, Nuggets br- and throw them. Don't bring Nuggets and throw them. <laughs> bring Wendy's Nuggets and throw them. No. <laughs> if you bring Wendy's Nuggets, you give them to me, and I will eat them and put them in my belly. Um. I, oh, this is really this is a really tough decision. Ooh, I I think I'm gonna have to go Duke money on this. PB, please don't hate me, but I'm gonna have to go Duke. <laughs> it's all right. He'll just put pineapple on pizza. And there's not a damn thing wrong with that. <laughs> that's that's fine. A a nice barbecue chicken pizza will have pineapple. It, it's yes. the greatest thing in the world. That's fantastic. And I'm leaving this podcast <laughs> in three. <laughs> Pine- 
pineapple on pizza, Burger King nuggets, ranch dressing. <laughs> oh, what, what do you can you take pineapple on pizza and dip it in ranch dressing? That's the- <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna <laughs> so hard. Man, I like pineapple pizza, and that just made me throw up in my mouth. <laughs> That's the worst <laughs> fucking ranch, Jesus. Oh. <laughs> I once saw some fucking horrible shit where some local pizza place had a pizza that the sauce, like what you would have thought was like a white sauce, was actually ranch dressing. That's a terrible trick to pull on people. That's fucking awful. What, what do you feel about Hungry Howie's? Ah, because you can uh, you can get ranch crust, but it's not the sauce; it's seasoning. So, ranch seasoning is weird. Um, I've never had Hungry Howie's ranch seasoning pizza before, and the last time I ate Hungry Howie's, violently ill. But I like Cool Ranch Doritos. Um, I'll, I'll do that. But the last time I had Hungry Howie's was probably like a decade ago. But they used to have like a spicy Lime. crust. And like a spicy sauce, like you could make like a crazy hot Hungry Howie's pizza. And that's the one I would get like when I lived in Kent. Which is the best Hungry Howie's only because Friday nights and Saturday nights are open until like three o'clock in the morning. Uh, but man, in Kent, if you're out at three in the morning, you can get guys pizza. Uh, Hungry Howie's will deliver to you. That's true. So will Europe Gyro. Although that shit is fucking really bad for you. Not the Hungry Howies, but Europe Gyro is just like solid grease. It's delicious, but it's just solid grease. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we go from Cool Ranch to Hot Sauce. Hot Sauce Tracy Williams versus ah. Joshua Bishop for the AIW Absolute Championship. Uh, I'm going to be ballsy. I'm going to pick Bishop. I'm, I'm picking Bishop. I'm, I'm putting it out into the universe. My wants of Bishop is champ. When, when you think about something repeatedly and you manifest it, it happens. So if we think about Bishop being champion, it'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, but seriously, I'm, I'm with Bishop on this one, too. Um, it, if he wins, it'll be a good win. The AIW intense title, Tim Donce versus Matthew Justice. Let's go just total upset. Matthew Justice. I don't even know if you can call that an upset. I like both of these guys a Ups- lot. Upset uh, as in like the the champion losing. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, and comparing yeah, it to the previous match where I picked Bishop. So I'm saying like we're going both titles, get you, like change hands in the night. I feel you. Ah, man. So, ah, fuck. I can't go against Tim Donst. That fucking Donst. Yeah. I feel that um, for as much as it would be rad for there would be two upsets in one night like that. I'm going with Tim fucking Dons, man. And it would be rad for justice to be champion. But I can't go against Dons. Last but not least, we have the weird world experience versus the production. I'm going to go with the production because regardless, they have five members it's true unless somehow there is a surprise fifth member of the weird world experience and we won't we know it won't be thorn correct because why why would you do that twice 
Please be puff. Please be puff. Please be puff. See, now I was thinking a different for a fifth. Kind of in that aspect. Had been mentioned previously on the podcast. Big twine. Kaplan. Kaplan, man. Think about it. See, we have Just for one random crazy night. uh, I'm thinking where Kaplan's going to pop his head in somewhere is he did one that grew up or, you know, he, he knows Carson. And I think that could be a way to even the That's odds true. between Carson and, you know, Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham and Ethan Page. Mm-hmm. That That's true. That that would be a good one. I could see that. That would be a, this is a badass This is a hard match. one to pick, man. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I got to go with the production. Okay. I think they'll do some dastardly shit and win. I'll be the odd man out on this one. I'm going to go with the experience. Just bring it all together. <laughs> okay. So in a non-match related uh, pick, A, is there going to be a national anthem? <laughs> and B, who the fuck's singing it? <sighs> um, I want there to be an anthem. What's Dick Justice doing that day? That's my call. <laughs> if the cops want a national <laughs> what better thing to give them than a cop singing the national anthem? For for as much as we would want that to happen, I think if there is a national anthem played or sang, it's going to be a recording. And it'll probably just be the instrumental, stare at the flag, and you call it a day. Is there even a flag in that fucking room? <laughs> Just like, uh, if there's not, I'm sure thing. a cop will bring one. You <laughs> can all just stare at the cop while the national anthem plays. He's got a flag on his uniform somewhere, right? I, I would assume. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I would assume so, too. For how much that dude cared about the anthem, he's probably got one tattooed on his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> My God. All mm. right. Uh, that's gonna do it for the show any it's been, a, it's been a long night any final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go stacy uh super fantastic podcast um comes just, out once in a blue moon it comes out once <laughs> a fucking month uh and like a the most recent episode was kind of halloween themed this will come out the day after halloween but you'll still be in the spirit uh talk to um some folks who had a friday the 13th themed wedding uh and we talk about a lot of horror movie shit and uh yeah so super fantastic podcast that's what i got what do you got pam um well i'm not the host of my own podcast or anything and i don't do a lot of cool shit but if you want to follow me on twitter i'm on twitter uh it's pamela nicole uh, P-A-M-E-L-A-A underscore N-I-C-O-L-E-E. Um, yeah, follow me. We'll be friends. <laughs> I don't bite. <laughs> That's J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T. <laughs> oh, my Christ. <laughs> Dude, did you see the picture of him with the shaved head? <laughs> yeah, What's what was that from? Triple A. Okay. The fucker's everywhere right yeah. now. God damn. He still had a couple of fucking pieces of hair sticking out, like Corey Feldman in Friday the 13th, the final chapter. <laughs> Another horror movie reference. 
Fuck yeah. <laughs> and of course, you can find myself at heavyset330 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, just like you can find this show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email, if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. We have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Podbean Wrestling Cheers. Podbean.com. Check out all of our friends on the Trading Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, the Eurovision Showcase, and Chill and Old School at the Movies. And check out our other podcasting friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Benefits of Podcasting, Center Stage, Super Fantastic Podcast, The Road Home from Wrestling, Kick Out at Two, The IndieCast, Sobro Network, and The Big Gold Belt Podcast. And check out our other non-podcast friends, such as Thrift Store Jobber, Rebel Life Media, The Savage Dash, Set Tab Photo, Ringside Shots Photography, Sixteen Pictures, NEO Sports Insiders, Iron Tiger MMA, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. Okay, bye. Like I said, bring toilet paper. Stacy, you're muted. <laughs> oh, don't don't eat those things. That nobody should be able to sell you ten pieces of meat for a dollar. That shouldn't be real. Um, you you weren't there for some of that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yep. I, I I hollered. I was like, Stacy, you're muted. But <laughs> you weren't. But... but you weren't muted when you said that. Oh, yeah, it just wasn't there. Well, Justin yeah. and I laughed <laughs> that will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers where everybody knows your name Pam your line <laughs> I forgot my line <laughs> my god you had one job nobody told me I told you I don't remember. <laughs> How? What happened last time? Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to do that. Well, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, what you said last time. Just do that. The K-Bye? Yeah. Well, I was uh, going to do that, but you said, well, everybody knows your name. And then it's like, I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> so can we, can we do that one more time? Just say it. I'm going to edit everything out. K-Bye.